Before we start with our podcast, we would like to apologize for the less than ideal sound quality. We understand that this isn't the best look, but the lockdown makes it difficult to get our hands on quality equipment. We promise to bring you better sound quality very soon. Hope you enjoy the podcast. Welcome to Inclab Awaz, the official podcast of Project Inclab, which endorses to document the untold stories of India. We wish to look beyond the mainstream stories that eclipse the grassroots and instead capture the stories that were overshadowed in all their glory. For this episode, we have two special guests, Himani, the founder of Project Zero Waste, who with the help of social media is creating awareness about sustainability and value of our resources. We also have the founder of Greenlane TV, Varun George, Varun who is using Greenlane as a platform that educates consumers to live more consciously. With these two people we learn how we can do our bit for the earth and how social media and the internet can be used as a platform for this cause. Welcome you guys. So before we get into the whole question and answer thing and knowing more about sustainability I just want uh both of you guys to tell something about you and your respective project to our listeners okay so i'll start with myself my name is amani and as a professional uh, development researcher i have worked across many social issues that impact our society today such as you know poor quality of education in many rural parts of the country child labor adolescent health issues and uh, one of the uh, projects that i did last uh, on development research was with street children and i found that a lot of children are just uh, spending some part of their day working as rag pickers so just being driven by that experience and also living in this bubble of smog in delhi that inspired me to start this social enterprise called project zero waste in october 2019 and the setup is fairly new what we do is we provide solutions awareness and products that help sustainable living easy for people or uh, living in urban cities around the country interesting and uh, i'm varun for the large part of my career i've worked in the startup space um i also happen to have worked as a scuba instructor and a surf instructor for some time So I've always had an affinity for the ocean. As in being fortunate to actually experience the ocean has always uh, given me the sense of responsibility of how we need to take care of the planet in our home. And I believe that's been a large influence for me to run my current venture, which is called Green Lane. And Green Lane helps consumers discover content. around conscious living or sustainable living to be more specific it's to help consumers understand how their individual actions can actually help protect our planet great that sounds super interesting uh, for the sake of this podcast what is the definition of sustainability according to you guys considering the times we are living in um i think for me it's just uh, living a life which has minimum impact on the planet and 
it basically doesn't compromise on the opportunities of the future generations it doesn't compromise on needs and opportunities of the future generation right and uh, if i had to summarize what sustainability is for me i would say that's for us to understand that if some of us do everything right is not going to actually serve any purpose but if all of us understand these are the anchor things that humanity must do in order to help our future generations and all other beings on the planet survive um that for me is is a step so it's understanding that uh we all need to act in a certain way that's so interesting what you said and it uh, really resonates uh with the zero waste movement a great deal as well uh there's a really popular saying uh it basically says that we don't need a handful of people to go zero waste perfectly we need millions of people to go zero waste imperfectly so it's basically just little things that all of us can do together that will make a bigger impact uh going forward as opposed to just a bunch of people carrying the burden of being the eco warriors of the decade right and 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 to add to that some of the things that i've realized in my journey as an as individuals and I'm, i'm speaking for myself i'm by no means perfect or even close to perfect when it comes to living sustainably there's a learning curve and i've been learning and trying to better myself through this journey and during this learning curve and understanding how complex this problem is and what are the different things that we can do is when i realized that there is a fair amount of awareness that needs to be built and uh, i thought if we could actually collect the knowledge of people in each of these specific areas and actually present them to a larger audience so oh, w- one thing one thing to note though and and i'd like uh, himani for you to comment cuz you've actually gone on ground and interacted with people from different walks of life during your work over the years yeah. green lane for example is at this point of time only for an english as in it's only in english and our all our content is in english and yeah. i've chosen to accept the fact that to a large part sustainable living is a luxury in india the reason being that most people also need to try and work on survival or uh, as opposed to be able to choose the more organic option i'm i'm by no means saying that we are less sustainable or in fact india used to be far more sustainable and then we got yeah. whether you call it westernized or colonized but at this stage most people as in am i right yeah. in saying that most people have a hard time right so uh, i think it's a very interesting question that you've raised and i'm also still trying to uh, understand what aspect of sustainability uh, should we promote to different uh, people across the uh, socio economic section around the country because they, when you think when you say sustainability is just an option for maybe the middle class or the upper middle class i mean i stand to disagree on that because uh like you said that india had a very sustainable uh lifestyle till not very long ago 
only in the recent few decades that the middle class started adopting practices that came from the west and we started redefining a lot of ideas about the lifestyle that we want i'll share a very uh, small example from my home so i used to live in a joint family and we had like 15 people living in the same house and uh, it used to be super fun and all of that and we used to have uh, family get togethers all the time and after every get together i would tell my mom that why are we still using all these utensils and then you know someone has to come and clean it why don't we just shift to disposables and and now i'm telling her to go back from disposables to the type of cutlery that we used to have earlier so uh, like you said it's a learning curve and all of us uh, have somewhere fallen for you know uh, advertisements or what the media is showing us and you know what we are learning from the west uh, with respect to what the ideal lifestyle should be but uh, there definitely needs to be a lot of conversation around sustainability and the importance of sustainability at this point in time and uh, i'd also like to add like you're talking about say uh, sustainability cannot be preached in low income families say for example but it's mostly uh, high income families that are uh, responsible for a larger carbon footprint than low income families so the change is very much required within this uh, section of society as opposed to low income families yeah i completely agree that sustainability towards a greater extent should be an urban concept uh, and this is where i want himani you to answer me this that shouldn't we work the concept of sustainability in the descending order of the economic chain um i uh, agree to that to some extent but if you think globally uh, you'll probably expect all the developed countries to take the step first and then ask the developing or underdeveloped countries to follow and these are the types of debates that are going on in the larger conferences that take place on climate change so i don't think that uh, this is a time where we need to uh, wait for uh, different sections of the society to act first i think it's very much possible to work collectively i uh, totally agree to the point that uh, low income groups probably have a more sustainable lifestyle already having said that uh, climate education is important across the board i as i agree as well in an ideal world we must all take action right away and in fact one of the great examples i've seen in a video is where they actually hand over a bunch of coloring material to a set of uh, adults in the beginning and they ask them to color uh, some pictures and then they hand over the same uh, crayons or the remaining crayons to the to the children what happens the children at the end are all coloring with with darker shades because all the bright shades were used by the adults so if you use that same example the wealthier people have let's say western economies that had more wealth have already consumed and have now real and traveled and and created a large carbon footprint and now the expectation unfortunately is on on the rest of uh the population to take a step back and act in the appropriate manner guys now i really want to talk about 
zero waste lifestyle because i want to know what is zero waste lifestyle because i'm not aware of it to an extent of talking to people about it and b is it feasible enough uh in a city like delhi so uh in like the simplest terms uh zero waste is basically reducing the amount of waste you generate so for anyone who's listening and they want to try to start their journey on a zero waste life uh given that we are in lockdown right now the best place to start would be to just look at the trash that is going out of your homes every day and try to reduce the amount of trash that you produce so if you want to talk about zero waste with anyone it's as simple as the term suggests just try to bring down the waste that you generate to zero so the zero waste lifestyle is basically like a zero waste mindset that you uh, use to make your uh, consumption decisions in order to cut down the waste that you generate yeah I, that's very well put what i'd like to add to this is the most important part is realizing the importance of leading a zero waste lifestyle which means the first step is to start measuring or start thinking twice every time you consume something and every time you do go out there to consume anything at all if you think about what happens when you throw it away because when you throw it away doesn't mean it disappears there is an entire cycle that flows beyond that so the moment you start thinking about this before every action that you take it's it's a step forward true i totally agree with uh, what varun is saying and uh, also talking about whether it's possible to go zero waste in a city like delhi you know you don't need to worry about going to absolutely zero uh what you need to try to do is try to go on a low waste lifestyle for example uh being in lockdown right now if we start to segregate our waste and if we start to compost the wet waste by doing that you'll probably reduce 50% of the waste that you generate on an everyday basis and composting is actually super easy to do i mean we talk about that more on our page if anyone's interested you can go to project zero waste and learn more about it and you know it's not uh, smelly and all of the other misconceptions that are generally associated with composting it's super easy and fun to basically take up as a household right organizations have actually been talking about composting for this one reason that it's one of the more essential steps that leads to large change so so of course uh it, it's a great way to start also uh shubham in terms of whether one can lead a zero waste lifestyle in a in a city like delhi or any other city uh anyone can lead a zero waste lifestyle or strive to lead one and and there are people who do it in all locations it might be a little harder to do in in a city because of a number of reasons like if i had my uh little garden or a space to grow my own food and access to many things but i don't really have to travel these are things that might be harder to do in cities but it, at the end of the day is it's a person's mindset so if the person really wants to do it they can actually make things happen oh i i completely agree that it's about mindset but 
it's infrastructurally very tough for people to do that in Delhi. But I'm but I'm sure when people are educated about it and are being conscious about it, they will do it no matter what, like people do everywhere. But you guys are involved in this field of sustainability and living consciously. So in the back of your mind, you always think that, yes, we can do this. But it doesn't come this naturally to a person, say, like me. Why is that? Why are people not being conscious about it? The short answer to that is because people remove themselves to what happens next or what happens on a on a larger level because we're so consumed this busy lifestyle that we have and all that we have to do that we don't think beyond what happens to our waste once it leaves leaves our home it's largely a question of of awareness so in the world that we live in we're so consumed by everything around us that we don't we don't really see what's happening when we throw something away one of the things that i believe that the lockdown has led led us to is to actually rethink the way we live our lives so it's given us some some time to reflect in fact it's given yeah. humanity the chance to reflect on on the lines of we do not control everything in the world and we can't continuously chase growth because that comes at a cost usually it's in the terms of the environment in future years what we can actually take out from something like a lockdown is is realizing that hey everything needs to change what was working what seemed to be working was actually not working and what are the things that we can do so it's just being conscious consumerism is already set in at homes because we're now starting to compost we're now thinking about composting hopefully a lot of us actually take it up we're now starting to order less food online we're all starting to travel less to go to work we're starting to think about everything that we purchase we now think we're thinking twice in terms of whether it's potentially going to be infected instead of thinking about whether it's going to be infected we need to start thinking about what are the repercussions of us consuming anything uh, for our future generations yeah i'm so happy you said that you know because that's something i realized uh, like being like maybe one week or two into the lockdown that a lot of us uh, a lot of people around us have already started living a zero waste and a more sustainable life in uh, lockdown i mean we are only purchasing what we really need we are wasting less food uh, you know nobody has done any uh, shopping for clothes in the last one month and uh, meetings are happening online so there's definitely less travel i mean obviously there's a complete lockdown in domestic uh, and international travel but yeah basically people are making things work uh, even in these situations which they probably would have never done uh, otherwise guys as we move towards the uh, end of the podcast uh, i really want to know that is there any measures that the indian government has taken in the space of sustainability and conscious waste management and if not then what are some of the me- measures that they can logistically take in the near future so a uh, couple of things that i can share here 
we have something called the uh, solid waste management rules uh, of 2016 which the government had released which made it compulsory for waste generators to segregate waste but it's not happening so basically there might be rules in place but it needs a lot more focus and it needs a lot more depth for implementation uh secondly there are a uh, couple of lapses as well like the government is trying to push for uh, waste segregation using a two bin system which is wet waste and dry waste however that is actually not uh, the most efficient way to go about waste segregation uh we need at least three bins where you keep all your hazardous waste separately especially in a situation like this where all of our masks and tissue papers that we are using are potentially uh, hazardous for the uh, for the waste ma- management community in general so these are the type of nuances which are actually not addressed by uh, the government at large yeah so i would imagine that the government in or in our country is has a lot on their plate and i don't know where sustainability stands how high up it is in their agenda the simple things that i would love to see from the government would be uh for them to allocate funds for more sustainable uh or to support more sustainable businesses while we must expect the most from our government we can only as a community know what to expect more when we informed ourselves with this we wrap up today's episode of the podcast thank you so much for joining us and stay tuned to get acquainted with the lesser known human stories of india make sure that you're following project in club on all our social media platforms oh. Oh.